Hey, I'm Lisa. And I'm Lucy. And we're two sisters who have been running a sticker shop for over seven years. Get ready to ignite your entrepreneurial spirit with our small business podcast. Join us as we explore the exciting world of entrepreneurship and stickers. Tune in for inspiration, tips, and expert insights that will help you turn your big plans into a thriving business. Now, let's get started. Today, we are talking about bookkeeping. That was not as enthusiastic gay for me because I hate bookkeeping. And I'm just going to put that out there right now. Let everybody know. Yeah. I, on the other hand, I really like bookkeeping. I think it's fun. And I love being organized. Just like, I don't know, like handling money. I think it's fun. So in this episode, we're going to be talking about how we do bookkeeping, how our bookkeeping has changed over the years. And we're also going to briefly talk about like tax season, since I believe tax season is like literally right now as wait i feel like today's the last day right no no i want to say it's like april 17th we're recording this on april 14th friday oh it's 18 oh 18 that's what it says on my calendar all right well so by the time you're listening to this podcast you should have already filed your taxes but we're gonna take you through at least a portion of that as well in terms of like what Mm -hmm. we do Quick disclaimer, we are not a financial professional. Please consult your own accountant slash financial advisor. This is not financial advice. This is just our own experience. Mm -hmm. So take everything with a grain of salt. A a heaping grain of salt. Yes. (laughs) Okay, so let's start with when I first started Sticker Guru. I didn't really know like bookkeeping was a thing. And like you had to pay taxes because I was 17. So he's <laughs> very oblivious to what was going on. And I highly recommend that you not do what I do. So the first year, I kind of just started out by keeping a spreadsheet of all of my business expenses. So anything I like spent money on for the business, I would just keep track of it in the spreadsheet. And then in the spreadsheet, I would like, It would be like the day that I bought it, the item, and then like how much it Mm -hmm. cost. So like very simple spreadsheet. And then I guess after the first year and it was like time to pay taxes, like I was like kind of disorganized because I didn't know like what I needed to have to like pay for taxes. But Etsy, they'll send you like a form. A 1099 form, and that's what you use as like to show this is your income or for Etsy or like how wherever you are selling. Okay. And I wanted to add on that things are a little bit different now too, in terms of like I think just last this past year, they had a mm-hmm. new law or policy about how much money you have to make before Etsy will send you the tax so form. 1099 form to yeah, yeah the 1099 form. So before it used to be like you had to make over 20K slash I think 200 transactions. Mm -hmm. Correct me if I'm wrong. Yeah. But now it is $600 versus 20K. Yes. And Uh, so so that's a lot lower. Yeah, a lot lower. 
you're so you're probably you're very likely going to get like a 1099 form just so you know <laughs> so come tax time you want to make sure you're paying your taxes for that income because Etsy will send that form to the IRS <laughs> yes so, and also yeah. that means that even though you may think like, oh, I'm just, you know, this is just my hobby and I'm going to start out and just put a couple of listings on there. I don't think anyone's going to buy. You better be saving your receipts regardless. Like mm -hmm. everything you spend money yeah. on. Everything. Save make all sure of you're tracking it because come tax time, when you file your taxes, you want to make sure you have all your expenses in a, it's called a Schedule C deductions. And basically that can help lower your taxes, which is great. For a business owner. Yes, definitely. Because if you make, let's say you made $1,000, but you spent $500 in supplies, like I don't want you to be taxed for that full $1,000. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So that's what I did my first year was I just had everything very plainly on a spreadsheet. And then I want to say like my second year, Etsy did some sort of promo with QuickBooks some sort of like deal discount. So that's when I was like, okay, like, let me look into this. I'm going to sign up. So I've been using QuickBooks ever since then. And I really like it because you can basically import or not import, but like you can connect your bank accounts and your credit cards to QuickBooks. And then it'll just automatically import all of your transactions for you. And it makes categorizing because that's something that I didn't do my first year was I didn't categorize my expenses and, and that's something you do need to do oh so yes socks is great because you can categorize all of your expenses I will have a link in the show notes for QuickBooks so definitely check that out if you don't already use it yeah I think there is a bunch of different products that QuickBooks slash TurboTax since it is all under TurboTax. Into, Intuit. Intuit. Intuit's right. the parent it, It's all under Intuit. Yeah. Which, fun fact, there's an Intuit building really close to where we, we grew up. Live. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> like their headquarters, not their headquarters, but like they have buildings there and it's like literally down the street. It's like the well, only corporate building in our little suburban area. Yeah. Which is fun. It's so, it's so random, but... Yeah, we we grew up looking at TurboTax like every day with that the yeah. big TurboTax sign. Anyways, fun anyway, time. there's a bunch. They have a bunch of different products. So I believe the one that we use is QuickBooks Self Employed, mm -hmm. but they have a bunch of different like branches and products. So you might want to look into what will work best for your business. Probably Self Employed. That's the one that we use. But I do like it because. Come tag season, once you have like all your expenses nicely categorized, you can export it as a Schedule C deduction mm -hmm. form. And then we just hand that off to our accountant, CPA, yeah. yes, who does all the other stuff for tax season mm -hmm. for us, which is, by the way, if you are on the fence about getting a CPA, I I highly, highly, highly recommend it. Just because, like, for me, highly recommend. like, I, I just know that I'm not an accounting expert. Like, they're the ones who will know all the different policy changes that happen every single year. Like, mm -hmm. I'm not going to keep up to date on that. 
So it is yeah. 100% worth the money paying a professional to do it because you'll probably end up saving money that way anyway. Definitely. They definitely help us a lot. Mm -hmm. Just like in terms of even like more than just our business, because like we also have like investment accounts and like save savings accounts. Yeah, your savings accounts. Just like we just have like a million forms come tax season. And it's like we just hand it all off. <laughs> and like at the end, we just pay their fee for them to file it for us. And that's like super... It's like it's one so worth thing it. to uh, worry about because like Def you definitely want to pay your taxes correctly and you don't want to. Yeah, like I don't want do the government wrong. coming after me. So yeah. it's it's worth it for just that peace of mind. Mm -hmm. definitely. And knowing that you're getting all the deductions and whatnot that you should be getting anyway. Mm hmm. Ready to create stunning stickers in no time? Introducing Creating Stickers Made Easy, the comprehensive e-course that makes designing and cutting planner stickers a breeze. Join us, Lisa and Lucy, two seasoned sticker shop owners and master silhouette studio with step-by-step -step instructions, templates, and troubleshooting tips. Why struggle alone when you can learn from the pros? Sign up today at bigplansacademy.com and unleash your creativity. So aside from that, aside from tax season, there's also another thing that I feel like we didn't learn too much about till we got, oh, we moved over to Shopify. But you, mm -hmm. can you talk a little bit more about like sales tax and how it works, mainly for Etsy, because I feel like most people probably start mm -hmm. or are on Etsy. Yeah. So in terms of sales tax, you do need to collect sales tax for the state that you're in, assuming that your state collects sales tax so like i've been collecting california sales tax basically the entire time i've been in business but etsy is really nice because you they will collect they will calculate collect and remit sales tax for you so you like you don't have to worry about any of that but if you are on shopify it's a lot more complicated and it varies state by state I do think Shopify recently came out with oh their own product thing that yeah. will yeah that will like calculate the sales tax for you for each state, but it is definitely a bigger headache in terms of like sales tax on Shopify because you do have to if you meet the minimum requirement for the state, which again it varies state by state. I want to say like some states is, is based off of like order numbers, number of orders you had to people living in that state. Others, it's like based off of order amount instead of like number of orders. So it really depends on what state. But obviously, if you're selling online, you have to account for all these to every state in the U.S. But yeah, I won't go too much into detail since. Most likely, you probably don't have to deal with all that if you're first starting out. But again, I'm not a financial advisor, and you should definitely talk to a local accountant about this. Yeah. Just because they all, it'll vary based off of where you live. That's a big reason why I recommend people start out on Etsy versus Shopify, too, because mm -hmm. that's a big headache. And Etsy makes it so easy. 
for mm-hmm. someone who's just starting out. You're like testing the waters. It's one less thing you have to worry about in terms mm-hmm. of like calculating sales tax for all the different state, make sure you're collecting it, remitting it, et cetera. Mm-hmm. So plus one for Etsy in that category. Yeah, definitely. It is definitely a headache every month having to calculate and pay the sales tax to like multiple states. So what about keeping your personal and business finances separate? Because I think we maybe we talked about this in a previous episode about one of our you know, learnings is that you should open up a separate bank account, have like a separate credit card, et cetera, for your business. So let's talk a little bit more about that. Yes. So definitely 100% you want to keep your business finances, expenses, income, whatever, like all separate from your personal money. It just makes bookkeeping so much easier when it's separate. That way you don't have to like go through all of your transactions and figure out like, can't remember, was this a business expense or was this like a personal expense? So I highly recommend, again, not if, but something I would do is if I was just starting a new business, I would apply for, it's called a employer identification number. It's an EIN. E-I-N. You can get it from the IRS's website. And it basically, it's kind of like your business's social security number is like how I view it. And like, that's what you'll use to like put on all your tax forms. And then you also will use that number to open like a business bank account or a business credit card. So I highly recommend, or basically like you need to do that if you are opening like business bank accounts, you need to have that number. Yeah. Okay. So when... I'm just thinking about from the perspective of if I were starting from the top, I'd be so intimidated by all these mm-hmm. things. And it might even prevent me from wanting to start a shop because I'd feel too overwhelmed. So what would you say to someone who is in that kind of situation where they're feeling overwhelmed mm-hmm. and scared by all these things that they need to do? Yeah, definitely. These are necessary things to do. I I feel like I've definitely heard people say like, oh, like you can skip all these steps and just figure it out once you're like already in business. But I feel like these are really like it's really important that you have like a strong foundation and that you're doing everything like legally. Mm-hmm. I feel like we we talk about this in our ebook, like a brief little like legal checklist I guess of like all the things that you should do when starting a business so like not just getting an EIN but also like registering your business in your state I think all those things are like super necessary yes before starting you talk about we I mean we're again we're not experts so we don't dive deep into that Mm -hmm. in our ebook but we do talk about it and I will say one more thing is a lot of shops that I've noticed in the sticker shop community use paper and spark for like they have spreadsheets and other like tax slash finance help for small businesses slash makers. So I will leave a link to them and our show notes so you can go check them out for more info. They have like all sorts of spreadsheets. And if you don't know where to start, they I believe they have like a free download of like a get legit 
toolkit checklist sort of thing. So again, I'll have that in the show notes because it's always good to go to someone who is an expert and who specializes in these things, especially for small businesses that make products versus Mm -hmm. anything else like a service or whatever. Yeah, definitely. Thank you for listening. If you found this episode helpful, let us know by tagging us on Instagram at StickerGuru. Check out our show notes for everything we mentioned in this episode. And if you haven't already, hit the follow button and leave a five-star review to help us keep the good content flowing. Thank you so much for all of your support. We'll talk to you in the next one. Bye. Bye. Thank you.